Well, hello, hello, hello. I am Matt Williamson, at Williamson NFL, former NFL scout, former college recruiting scout, uh, ESPN for 10 years, football analyst, been doing this a long time. I'm very happy to be on the Locked On Not Network. This is Locked On NFL Podcast, as you know by now. Great to have you. Today's a big day. Today is the final power ranks of the season, and I am going to rank all 32 with how they are playing right now, how they finished the year, where they're at right now. This doesn't mean that they are going to be this way going into next year or anything like that, but I'm also going to tell you where I had them as the season was starting, before they played a regular season game. I did power ranks right before the end of the preseason, and ESPN, I read today, put out their... Um, strength of schedule uh, rankings, you know, and those are based on how every team's opponent fe- uh, finished the season in terms of their winning percentage. So if you're, and I'm just going to tell you that the five that had played the hardest schedule and five that played the easiest schedule this year. So needless to say, the Brownies ended up 32. They've been 32 much of the year. But I had them 24 before the season started, which was the highest they were at all year on my power ranks. I had hope for this team. I thought they would be a five-win five type of team going in the right direction. And I think their roster sort of is, but obviously that didn't translate to the field. And the thing I'm going to keep saying about them, and this goes for Kaiser too, is just so many self-inflicted wounds. You know, I mean... Their turnover margin, I'm not sure if I told you this yet, but their turnover margin is so bad this year that their average game played, they are almost averaging two turnovers more for their opponent than they are for their own team. So on average, they're giving away the ball two more times than they're taking it away for the season. I mean, that's something that almost has to come back to the mean next year and is going to translate into wins. I mean, if you get that close to zero, man, I mean, that's so bad. By far the worst in the league in turnover ratio. By far. Houston began the season at 21, finished it at 31. I was never super high on them, but a roller coaster year. Indy. I had them at 29. They pretty much stayed there from the from start to finish. Ended at 30. I was really worried about them back then, even if luck were to return a month into the season or whatever. Remember all the uncertainty around him early in the year? You know, when's luck coming in? And I just thought the roster around him was really poor. Um, Denver is now 29th. I had them 22nd to begin the year. So I kind of feel like I was pretty close there. You know what I mean? I I certainly didn't have them winning the division. I didn't have high hopes for them in what I thought would be a difficult division. Expected a down year. Nailed it. Um, Guess I nailed the Bears too. Had them at 28. Now they're 28. And honestly, I didn't look at any of these things. I didn't, you know, assuage the numbers in any way to make myself look better. But I think this is interesting about the Bears is two years ago, and Football Siders does this every year. It's one of my favorite things. Have had the most... They were hit hardest by injuries in the league two years ago. This year, they played the hardest schedule in the league. When you you know look back, and I mean, the teams they played had the, ended the season with the best winning percentage of any team in the league, if that makes sense. I hope I'm explaining that pretty well. 
So I think there's hope. You know, I mean, like those are hard things to overcome that are outside their outside their control. Jets ended up at 27. They began the year at 32. But I think it's been a successful year. I mean, I'm glad Todd Bowles is being brought back. I think he's the right guy for the job. Just not a lot of talent on the roster. I thought they would be, you know, first pick in the draft bad. I didn't see this fall coming from the Giants, but I also didn't think they were a playoff team. I had them at 11 to start the year, down to 26 now. Obviously, they had Odell Beckham when I picked them at 11, and I thought their defense would be one of the better ones in the league. Not the way it worked out, um, and there's changes being made accordingly. Miami goes from 16. I had them dead middle to start the season. And for much of the year, I looked at them, and I often told you guys, I think this is the most average team in the league. But they finished on a down note. I have them at 25. They played the 30th most difficult schedule in the league, too. So that did not help their cause. I mean, they're only two teams played a tougher schedule than Miami this year. Green Bay is probably the team here that was that I have the most differential to, and, and the reason's obvious, that I have them ending the season at 24, which might be kind. I mean, if they played the Miami, Giants, Jets, Chicago, they're probably only going to win you know, 50% against those teams. Um, I had them five going into the year. I mean, I think you can figure out what happened, you know, the, when the best player that I've ever really seen, basically, is is out. Obviously, that is going to just steamroll what was not that great of a roster to begin with. Shows you how important and how Rodgers raises all ships. Also, didn't help the Bengals that they played the 28th hardest uh, schedule in the league this year when it's all said and done. Pretty tough division, obviously. Like, the Bengals I have at 23, but I think they're noticeably better than these teams I just mentioned, like Green Bay, Miami, the Giants. Marvin Lewis is coming back. Mixed feelings on that, but, I mean, obviously a quality coach. You know, I mean, I don't know that Bengals fans should be thinking, boy, we were going to hire the next great, amazing coach, and he was going to take us to the promised land. It would be 15-1 next year. I mean... Uh, if they could build that offensive line, I think Marvin could have them being quite competitive next year. But they kind of are who I thought they were. I had them at 19 to, vin- to, f- to begin the year and finish the year at 23, as I said. All right, let's get back at it. I guess Washington was kind of who we thought of, who I thought they would be too. Competitive for much of the year, ultimately falling short. Start the season at 20th on my list. Had them end at 22. Had the 28th hardest schedule in the league. Them and Green Bay tied for that number. So tough schedule, tough division, a lot of injuries. Um, kind of are who we thought they were. Uh, San Francisco started the season 30th on my power ranks and finished 21st. Obviously, a big thing occurred in the meantime, the Jimmy G trade and inserting him in the lineup and this winning streak that ensued. So, I basically was right. I mean, they were 30th before that big move. Um, Didn't see that coming. I didn't think that they would trade for Jimmy Garoppolo at the trade deadline. Um, But they are pretty darn happy that they did. Tampa. Um, Disappointing. I had them begin the season at 10 had high hopes, as many did, but finished the season at 20. 
but with the arrow pointing up, and we've talked about them a lot, I think that their end-of-season performance was highly encouraging, especially Winston and the passing game and Godwin and Howard and Youth and Evans and those guys. They also played the second most difficult schedule in the league. Only Chicago played a harder schedule in 2017. So that accounts for some of it as well. I mean, clearly that's a difficult division. Uh, three teams in the playoffs. Says all you need to know about that. I was not high on the Lions. I had them at 26. I thought their defense might be the worst in the league. Um, I'm having them finish at 19. And I will say they exceeded my expectations this year. A lot of it based on Stafford. Um, but fired coach sounds like they will probably hire a defensive guy. Um, Oakland also has a fired coach like many. I thought they would be more competitive this year, but I was cautiously optimistic too. I only had them at 12. I mean, I bet if you would go back and look at most preseason power ranks, most people that do what I do for a living probably had them top six or seven. I had them at 12. I mean, basically, because I thought their defense was junk, and I wasn't wrong. I mean, they're finishing the season at 18 for me. I know the Bills are in the playoffs, but they're 17 to me, and I have teams on this list that are not in the playoffs ahead of them, but that's how the power ranks go. I mean, I think if the Bills were to play maybe even Oakland or Detroit, 11-game series, I'm not sure if they come up on top. Um of course, I was too low on them, though. I mean, I had them at 31 to begin the season. I mean, I thought they were going to rival the Jets as the worst team in the league. I was wrong. Um, they didn't have a lot of big wins. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to just sit here and bash the Bills. I'll probably do that enough as we preview their games. Um, but they, they were going the right way. You know, I mean, they're a playoff team. And they beat a, two good opponents. They beat Atlanta and they beat Kansas City and they beat up on some bad ones. So I didn't see this coming. Uh, I consider me wrong. The Ravens faced the third easiest schedule in the league. They finished dead middle 16 for me. I had them at 23 to start the year. And I remember saying it, and I've said it all year. I thought that the Ravens would be great on defense, great on special teams. They were unbelievable on special teams this year. And awful on offense, like 32nd in the league in offense. And I wasn't too far off. Offense was a little better than I thought, and they made some you know, hay down the stretch, but also played a very, very easy schedule, especially if you look at the quarterbacks they played. Really poor. I had Arizona at 15. They're still at 15. Bruce Arians isn't coming back. Carson Palmer's not coming back. That will be a very interesting team to monitor. And trust me, I will spend much, much time between now and when free agency opens on each each individual team and off-season stuff. But uh, the, I think the Cardinals are good. Like Again, if, I, if the Cardinals played the Bills 11 times, I think the Arizona would come out on top. Mostly based on their defense. Really good defense. I'm not sure Arizona's not better than Tennessee, too. But I like what Tennessee's done of late. They're getting a little bit better. Um, I had them 19 to start the year. They're 14 now. But it's noteworthy that they've played the easiest schedule in the league. And playing Indy twice and Houston twice has something to do with that. We haven't gotten to them yet. But Jacksonville and Tennessee are tied for having the easiest win percentage of opponents. So they both ended up one on the easy schedule list. So they shared that title. They're two crappy teams in their division. It's something to do with it. 
as well as Jacksonville and Houston, like that, or Tennessee not being powerhouses too as, a, as their opponent. You know, as, a, as two games there as well. Seattle uh, were disappointing to me. Uh, I thought that the offensive line would be a little better. I thought the running game would be a little better. I was super high on Wilson, like I drafted him in all my fantasy leagues, and I thought their defense would still be elite, and it's kind of crumbled a little bit, and we're getting some bad news on that front now. I had them at number two to start the season, and if you guys remember and were listening to me back then, in the preseason, you know, now that we're getting these top teams, I said over and over and over that I had New England sitting alone at one. I had the Steelers in Seattle at two and three, basically as a tie with a gap between New England and those two teams and a gap between those two teams and the rest of the league. Um, that's where I saw them. I mean, that was my preseason prognostication. I'm not afraid to admit it. It made sense to me at the time. Seattle's kind of the component there that didn't quite live up to it. Uh, not to mention, too, that I think New England, I thought they could be a 15-1, and 16-0 type of team, and they're not. And we'll get to them in a minute. Um, the Eagles uh, started the season at 9. It's pretty high. I mean, I think I nailed it. I mean, that I was one of the only people out there I know that had them winning their division. I have them down at 12 now. They actually exceeded my expectations. Uh, you guys know I love, love, love Wentz. And I think that they, I mean, how many number one seeds are a dog in their first game? I mean, I bet that Philly is. No matter who comes to Philly two weeks from now, I think I picked the other team. And I think Philly's going to be a home dog as the one seed against a good team. I was also high in the Chargers. Picked them to win the West. Had them at 14 overall at the time. Um, did I pick them or the Chiefs to win the West? Come to think of it. Because I had the Chiefs at 8 and the Chargers at 14. But I thought I picked the Chargers to win the West. So I was very high on both those teams. I have them at 11. Um, I still think they're good. I know they're not in the, in the postseason. Also played the fifth easiest schedule in the league. They need to work on that kicking game. Holy smokes. Jacksonville, I had a 27 this year. So maybe that was one of my absolute biggest discrepancies. I just thought the offense would be really, really bad. And I did think the defense would be great. Top five type defense. They finished my season at 10, or my power ranks at 10, and on a down note, not liking how they're playing right now. Uh, like I said, started the season at 27. Also, like I mentioned, had the tied with the Tennessee Titans as the easiest schedule in the league this year. All right, let's bring it on down the home stretch here for what I have as my top nine teams in the league. I probably would take it some. some Backlash with this, but I have Dallas at nine. Are they, I think they're slightly better than Jacksonville, the Chargers, the Eagles, who they just beat, Seattle, Tennessee. But I'm not super impressed with them at the end of the year. I thought they would finish the the, the season a little bit stronger. I was a little down on them uh, versus consensus to start the year. I had them at 13. Uh, from what I recall, most pundits had them winning the, the East and being one of the top five teams or so in the league. Uh, so I feel like I'm pretty on top of the, of the Cowboys this year. Atlanta, I had them at four, having them finish at eight. I'm excited for that game maybe more than any any other one this upcoming weekend. Also played the third most difficult schedule in the league this year. 
something to do with that division, of course. I have Carolina next. They have the 28th hardest schedule. Atlanta had the 30th hardest schedule. So, obviously, playing in the NFC South was difficult this year, and still three teams made it for the to the postseason. It says a lot. Um, Carolina, I had at six, having them finish at seven. I think I nailed that. So, pretty much on top of Carolina and Atlanta there. Like I said, Carolina at six, finish at seven. Atlanta at four, finishing at eight. Um, Kansas City, I guess I kind of nailed them too. Like I said before, I had them at eight to start the season and moved them. Now they are at six. Uh, I think they're playing pretty well. New Orleans um, certainly exceeded my expectations. I have them at five. I didn't think the defense would be this good. Um, I saw some losses in terms of weaponry and didn't certainly expect Kamara and the entire rookie class to be that dominant for New Orleans. I had them at 17 to start the season, which was probably a little higher than some. Um, but middle of the road, I thought they were an 8-8 eight and eight type of team in a really tough division. That part was true. Uh, but they exceeded my expectations. Um, the Rams, I have at 4. And I had them at 25 to start the year. I mean, I, I, I remember writing some articles about how the Rams might surprise you this year. And boy, they have more weapons than we thought. And they hired the right guy for the job. And, boy, they have weapons, and Goff might take a step forward after being so bad. But, I mean, I still thought they were a five or six type of win team before the season started. I thought the defense would take more of a step backwards. I thought the secondary would be exposed. Uh, the Rams are good. I mean, the Rams are really good. And like I said, I'm excited to talk Rams-Falcons uh, with you for sure. Vikings, I think you could make a case, are the best team in the league. Have pretty much the fewest holes. I liked them going into the year. That was with Bradford and Cook, if you recall, as opposed to Keenum and you know McKinnon slash Murray. Uh, the Vikings at seven to start the season, and they're finishing up at three. I think they could make a case for one. The Patriots could also make a case for one. Like I said, they were clearly one all preseason for me. Thought they might be undefeated, or you know, fifteen and one, fourteen and two. Um, they're a little worse than I expected, but the, the, obviously the, the goal and my outlook on them was ridiculously high. But they could easily be one. I think their front seven's concerning. I think Brady's not playing great. I think the week off could do that team a lot of good. Um, I got the Steelers at one. Like I said, I had them at two or three all preseason. Uh, settled in at three, but I really thought they were a coin flip between um, Seattle and Pittsburgh as the second best team in the league. Did play an easy schedule, not a real difficult division. Beating up the Browns twice didn't help. Fourth easiest schedule in the league this year. Um, and I really think Pittsburgh and New England are on a collision course and have a chance to be uh, an epic-type game. And I think there's a chance they could beat New England right now. I mean, will I pick them? Probably not. We'll get there. I mean, New England does have their number. So that's a wrap. Uh, I will have Mike Renner on tomorrow as usual. Enjoy your evening. Drop me a line at Williamson NFL.